Hello, everybody. Yippee-ki-yay! Welcome, <laughs> welcome to Spectrum Days. You've seen from the title. You've seen it on the thumbnail. Yes, we're talking about Die Hard. It definitely is a Christmas film. And Merry Christmas to those of you who are listening and or watching on our YouTube channel. It is finally here. The one you've been waiting for. The 1988 classic Die Hard, starring Bruce Willis and that other guy who's name i can't remember i want to say benedict cumberbatch but it's not it's the other guy <laughs> it's the proto cumberbatch the guy that came before him the guy that made cumberbatch's life possible alan rickman hello it's me alan rickman <laughs> so yeah uh, it definitely is a Christmas film. That's why we're covering it now. If you've never watched the channel or listened to the channel before, we normally talk about games and films. We only reviewed, uh, memory reviewed our first film the other day. Which was <laughs> is that a new genre? Yeah, memory, memory review. Memory <laughs> review. Well, we have invented a new genre. We are we are at the forefront of podcast YouTube memory reviews because we're the only people that do it. So we memory. spend the first half of the podcast trying to remember either a game or a film, and then we take a pause and we go and play or watch said game or film and see if it lives up to our expectations. And uh, as I might have mentioned once or twice, it's Die Hard. Did I mention we're looking at Die Hard and we're going to watch Die Hard? Die Hard? Definitely a Christmas film. It is a Christmas I, I film. I can't believe that there are actually people who seem to argue. I can't believe it's not better. Uh, if it, no, well, because <laughs> on the Wikipedia, it says like, oh, it's a Christmas film, whatever. Then it leads you to this page which catalogues all the Christmas films ever. And there seems to even be a doubt, and it appears in, like, the action Christmas film list. <laughs> There's a whole list. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, people like making lists, don't they? And list arguing films. over stuff, right? This film starts on Christmas Eve. Yeah. If I remember correctly, there are Christmas trees in it, and it's I mean, Christmas it, it, Eve. On Disney+, Plus, bit plugging the, the evil sods that they are, I shouldn't do that, really, should I? I shouldn't say Disney Plus are evil too many times in a podcast, Disney Plus are evil, because it might get picked, picked up that Disney Plus are evil. Um, it actually says on the blurb, if you had have bought the VHS back in the day, the equivalent blurb on Disney Plus now, I'd be actually, if someone's got the VHS, I'd be interested to see what it says on the back of it. But on Disney Plus, it says, Facing Christmas, 3,000 miles from his estranged wife and two children, New York policeman John McLean, Bruce Willis, flies to Los Angeles bearing presents hoping to patch up his marriage so the second word in that is christmas well i suppose this is the philosophical debate just because something takes part at it during the christmas period Take does that make it a christmas, christmas does that make it a christmas film it's like well <laughs> does that even make I, that a sentence well i don't know <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, i you know would say on the podcast I would say it's a Christmas film. I would say that everyone in the UK, at least, watches it at Christmas. Um, it's a Christmas film. It's on Christmas. Is it going to? Is it on Christmas Eve? Have you got your Radio say, Times? Have yeah. you got your Radio Times in front of you? I is bet it, it's on. <laughs> it will be Flash Gordon. Carry on, Captain. Flash Gordon's always on Christmas Eve, isn't it? Or yeah. New Year's Eve? Yeah. Great Escape. I can't remember. Great Escape. Well, that'd be good too. But yeah, I, so I don't understand why they're arguing. It's definitely a Christmas film. It I mean, starts Christmas Eve. YouTube videos and 
and Reddit threads and it's <laughs> like what clickbait isn't it people like an argument they like an argument I bet our thumbnail says something to the, the <laughs> likes of is it a Christmas movie the film <laughs> <laughs> so yeah as you say we do like to um, do memory reviews uh, reviewing our own memories memories yeah this does seem to have come out uh, on in July 1988. Now, the more important date for us, being uh, UK citizens, uh, was the date it came out on VHS uh, rental, which I believe was June the 15th, 1989. Yeah. Which makes me, I would have been about 15, and I just can't remember watching this on I can't even remember watching it on VHS. I don't think we were clamoring to rent it. I don't think this was a film people talked about at school uh, uh, that, you know, at that time. We, we've only just, I mean, we re-released and, and talked about recently Robocop. Yeah. And that was a film that people were like, oh, have you seen Robocop? Have you seen Robocop? Yeah. And I don't think, I think when we were older and like in our 20s, yeah, Die Hard was a, kind of already seen as a kind of classic that you you must know would die hard. But yeah. I can't rem- I can't think I, I can't remember a trip to the video store to uh rent Die Hard. I think no. I saw so where do you think you saw it? Well I I I racking my brain whilst you've been saying I really do think it was telly. I I can't remember getting this film out as anyone who watched or listened to our memory review of RoboCop. Uh, <laughs> that's a patented new variety of podcast. For anyone else thinking you've tried to do member views, you'll have to pay us. Um, I distinctly remember getting the video out. Uh, as I say, anyone who's listened to it, we were there with our parents. We were, yeah, we were, somehow we were allowed to watch this violent film. But Die Hard, nah, I just... Look, you compared it to... Uh, comparing it to RoboCop, look at the front cover of a VHS. I'm sure at some point these two middle-aged men making this podcast are going to make the point that we didn't have the internet. We had no other way <laughs> of seeing or finding out about movies other than really yeah. what was at the beginning of the previous week's rented video. Yeah. And the five or six or hundred previews that were in front of the damn film we were trying to watch. Um, <laughs> I mean, if you looked at the front cover, you've got Robocop. A, it says Robocop which already sounds pretty cool to a teenager or whatever we were in 1985 when that came out. But this, it's got a guy in a vest <laughs> and he's the guy from Moonlighting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, you're right. It's not very kind of, I guess, for kids in that age, it was that, yeah, Predator, um, Robocop, Rambo, all the martial art movies, all the kung fu movies, blood sport, that yeah. or yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Red Heat or something. No, Red Scorpion, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Beetlejuice, Twins. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how cerebral Die Hard actually is. I can't remember. You know, it's not. I don't think it's that complex or anything like that. But it's maybe not the kind. It's not so cartoony. As, well, he hasn't got a big kind of Conan ones. the Barbarian sword on the front yeah. cover, has he? You know <laughs> exactly. what I mean? He's not got his rippling muscles out or... Yeah, yeah, he's almost bald, right, in the film? Well, he's, bald, he's fallible. 
Yeah, I mean that's yeah. Uh, yeah so it's that's a marriage whole... breakup. I mean, it, you know, to, to massive spoilers here. We are going to spoil the film. Anyone watching our memo view patented? It's very much about a flawed character, and as it said in that blurb, there is he's he's you know he's, he's sort of he's not even really going home. He's going to her home. They've sort of split up. Yes, so it's a redemption story, right? It's yeah. him. He's like you say, he's a flawed character. He's not this cartoony hero of like the Schwarzenegger films or whatever. He's a cop. He's, a cop. he's almost balding. Um he's a bit of a loser, I think. Smokes. Like, so yeah, Drink. so it's kind of like a it's like a redemption story. I he's think. married got a job, I tell you. Yeah. So he's um so yeah gotta get things like, done. A lot of paperwork. <laughs> So I can't even really – so I can't remember – I cannot remember the first time I watched it. I don't have a really strong memory about that, but I know I have. And I'm pretty sure I've seen it. Seen it. I don't know, maybe uh, – not recently, but a few years ago. But Well, it's I on telly a lot, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. As, as we were just saying, it is It is a Christmas film. The, the argument ends here, and there's no point arguing with us in the comments. Uh, it is a Christmas film, like Gremlins, also a Christmas film, uh, and uh, and Scrooged, also a Christmas yeah, film. Yeah, but, yeah, and the Muppet you, Christmas and, Carol, that's a Christmas film. Yeah, yeah, they are Christmas films. Um, yeah. But I would, and but I would say my like my first memory seems to be I've got more of a memory of playing Die Hard trilogy on the PlayStation One. Good game. Uh, be, uh, yeah, I got like I could just remember, as always. I think I was pretty bad at it. I can't remember getting very far, <laughs> but I do remember that, that, that it had the sample of Yippee Yippee Kaye um, all the time, right? I think because it, it says it all the time whilst you're playing. I think, or maybe there's even a button. It's like a like a <laughs> like a klaxon, like a horn. You just like a horn in a racing game. Basically, all I think yeah, it was yeah, was yippee, a yeah, simulator. Yeah, yeah, yippee, yeah, yippee, yeah, yippee, yeah, yippee, yeah, yippee, yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't think in the game, I don't think he has the next bit, which I think he might say something else, like yippee, kaye, muddy funkster. That's it, money funsters. <laughs> which by the way if you're a fan of the uh 80s 90s um oh hip-hop band collapsed lung one of the um one of the uh, the founding members of that uh, did have a short short-lived hip-hop group <laughs> called uh, the muddy funksters <laughs> they were great uh, i had a flexi disc not as good as mr <laughs> No, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bungle, yeah, Mike Patton. That's a good album. That. Uh, which one? <laughs> I think it was just wasn't it the, the, wasn't it the eponymous first uh, was it Mr. Bungle, the first one. Why is it called Mr. Bungle? The first yeah, I'm more of a faith. Girls of fan. Porn, one of the tracks. <laughs> really? I think so. <laughs> I am I'm making that. Up, making I that up. <laughs> 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 You've never mentioned Mr. Bungle before, haven't I? No, I wasn't. I, I wonder didn't if live through the same era as you. Yeah, I wonder. If... <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it had anything to do with the TV show Rainbow. <laughs> oh wow! Listening to it, that wasn't the vibe I got from it. No, <laughs> Mr. Bungle. Mr. Bungle's better than what Phantom. Is he talking about Zippy. <laughs> yeah. So I don't, back know. To... I don't know, George. <laughs> 
Lots of to die. <laughs> to die. So I think it was a good game on PlayStation One, right? And I can't even. Yeah. It's a funny. It's like Hard. I was in my twenties there, so I, I should have better memories of the PlayStation One than I do of the Spectrum. But I seem to have a little bit of a gap. I can't even remember. I can't even remember buying the PlayStation. I can't remember how I got the PlayStation. I can remember the game, though. I can remember playing it in some sort of summer holiday or something. I don't know. Yeah, um, by the time we were in our 20s, we could afford drugs. <laughs> it's just like our minds are being wiped out um, it's like our dads they can't remember the 70s or the 80s <laughs> selective, selective memories yeah so I can remember playing the game but I can only remember Yippie Gaye and like only funsters yeah on the first level I can't remember getting very far anyway so the film yeah, I remember like enjoying it. It's a good film. Um, yeah, redemption story. Can't remember like anyone really talking about it though when we were kids. No. Um, but yeah, it's like. Um, but now yeah. you have to watch it. It is one of those. <gasps> you've never watched Die Hard, you know? It's sort of. Yeah. I, yeah. I'd argue it's a thriller. I, I I do think it's more of a. I think of it more as a thriller than really. Well, what, uh, if you said, oh, let's watch an Arnold Schwarzenegger film, it's going to be nothing like watching this. It's, it's more of an action movie. It is an action movie. I'm not saying it isn't, but it's more of a thriller. We're comparing it to, it's an 80s. Have you said to someone, hey, I've got this 80s action film that you've never seen. They aren't going to picture Die Hard. They aren't going to picture the way it's paced, the way it's pitched. This, they picture Bloodsport. Yeah, or Sacred Arm of God, or even Robocop. I mean, it's Robocop, it's nothing like that. Yeah, well, uh, and there's so there were three of them back in the day, but then I looked, and there's a couple of I, I, there's actually five. I don't think I've seen all five. No, I haven't seen the latest two, I think. No, yeah, I've not seen them, and you know, I think there was there's also a prequel comic. So there's don't, Die Hard don't was Die not, Hard. Yeah, it was Die Hard in 1988. <laughs> Die Hard 2, 1990. So Die Hard with a Vengeance, 1995. So that was a little bit before the game. And then there's Live Free or Die Hard, 2007, and A Good Day to Die Hard, 2013. I don't think I've seen those last two. I, well, I would like to see reason, it, as I mentioned earlier on, though, I can't remember a lot of the 2000s either. I was really coming into the money then. <laughs> well, <laughs> there's also something that I've learned and, and something which, you know, it's a bit dangerous doing this podca- podcast because you start, <laughs> you start looking at things and you end up buying things. It's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> what have you bought? Well, <laughs> I didn't know that this was actually based on a book. It's um, so it's um, based on a book called Nothing Lasts Forever by Roderick Thorpe. And that was written in 1979 or released in 1979. Sounds like a James Bond. Five five years old I was when that came out, Nothing Lasts Forever. Um, Yeah. um, Unfortunately, looks um, Roderick Thorpe passed away um, in... In 1999, 
But it seems to be like a character. Sorry? He was seeing the film then. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I haven't seen any kind of reaction. I don't know what you thought of the book. Um, Hated it, but he did. But he did. Um, I think this is a character that appeared in one of his other books. So, and he was actually. So he was born in the Bronx, New York City. Right. And McLean, 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 the character in the film is uh, from New York. Right. He's a New York cop. Oh, he's a New York cop. Yeah. Um. So it's interesting, right? So I didn't know. He's got to get a lot done. Got to get a lot done. The DA breaking down his neck. (laughs) So I didn't, you know, I would, yeah, would be interested to know what he thought of it when he saw the film. But yeah. Um, So what else do you know about the film? Can you. um... Well, Alan Rickman looms large in it. Right. Who we've, well, we've now lost. Uh, yeah, uh, it was his first film. I did see a... Very make- first film. Well, before watching this, I did watch a quick making of from yeah. back in the day, and they had a few uh, interviews with some of the stars, the usual press junket circuit things that they do. And he was saying, yeah, it was his first film. He was a stage actor, known as a stage actor. This might sort of answer some of our queries as to why we weren't sort of why it wasn't really on a radar as a film to watch because it was sort of full of people we didn't know i mean bruce willis we established was from moonlighting and then well yeah so we did know you know moonlighting moonlighting was really um that was something that i'd watch regularly at home on tv that was a tv show that he was also a cop detective in that right yeah, or, police not or private. Yeah. I've, I can't uh, well, it was an agency, didn't he? Worked with the uh, who was, was it? Was investigator. Female, I want to say Kirsty Alley. I don't think it was. I can't remember the name of the female lady we played opposite. But I think it, they worked together, didn't they? I think they weren't they in the same office. And wasn't that quite thing? surreal? Didn't have lots of funny jokes. Oh, you know, I, I remember an episode where he's a baby i think possibly in her <laughs> in her womb and they do a lot of filming from the point of view of him being inside her through her <laughs> as a baby and she loses the pregnancy and he and he's having this conversation with god and gets taken back wow. out of the womb yeah i mean wow. that, i'd really like to rewatch it I'd, re, I'd actually like to rewatch that and do and do that on the podcast but yeah if anyone's never if people listeners have never seen moonlighting it's uh, a real departure <laughs> from the normal sort of i mean it was sort of a sitcom but i in a weird kind of way it was almost like x-files in the sort of weirdness sense. i'd like to watch it why don't they have like i'd like to see like new x-files well they, re, they did read they did Redo it, didn't they? With the original Did David, David Doodly Doodly and whatever her name is, didn't they redo it? I thought they did a new I series don't know. of it. Well, I'd like to see some more good ones. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I really liked Moonlighting. Uh, Al Jarreau did the um, theme tune. Good old Al Jarreau. Um, ah. But I mean, Alan Rickman, yeah. We, so. You had a TV star who, you know, TV star, I suppose you could call him a star. I think Moonlighting was the only thing he'd ever sort of done that anyone knew him from. So you had a guy who was playing a not exactly action hero styled star in a TV show and then was picked to play 
really an 80s action type thriller film that normally wouldn't have gone to someone like him and again in this making thing he did say he had to work out for the character to be able to play it because again it was de rigueur in the 80s that you had to be of a certain type fitness type to be playing an action character but yeah, Rick, but we were, i mean crikey we you know as a bad playing a baddie it was simply, I suppose, that he was English, and that was kind to be you were typecast as a. No, but he, he was, but he was, he, but he doesn't. He acts as a German. Well, I think he's. Film. I think he's meant to be, but I don't. I don't. I don't recall him speaking with a German accent. Oh no, I do. I do. I mean, I could be wrong. Anyway, so I've bought the book. Um, if we were talking about that, you were talking about um, the actors in the film. Um, yeah. And we talked about it being Christmas. It is definitely a Christmas film, yes. Yeah, definitely a Christmas film. We talked about that we don't even remember when we first saw it. No, not a clue. Have you, did you play the PlayStation game? Uh, no, I'm very aware of it because it's it's one of those ones that does the rounds on YouTube on youtube channels yeah it's it's yeah i don't really know why i don't really know my it's regarded as as one of those sorts of games you have to sort of play and stroke own on playstation if you're you're sort of putting together a collection so it's sort of up there as being one of those famous games i don't have it anymore of course you probably had the collector's edition that you (laughs) threw away when you moved house for the 10th time so there we are, folks. I think it's probably time we went off and um, and watched. What are we doing? Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if you'd like to join in with us and watch Die Hard, we found that it is on Disney Plus. Not that we're plugging Disney Plus because they're not sponsoring Disney Plus us at all. Well, Disney if they'd Plus. like to sponsor us, we will plug them. But yeah, I'm going to watch it on Hulu here yeah. in the United States of America. And I'm in the UK. I shall be watching it in a small dark room. Uh, Chris will be going to... I've, I've rented out a cinema. A cinema. <laughs> That's just been cleaned by one of his slaves. Um, so, yeah, if you'd like to join in, <laughs> take a pause now, go off and watch it and come back and see if Die Hard does indeed live up to our memory review. Memory review? Is that what we're calling it now? Memory reviews. Uh, and, uh, yeah, see if, uh, see if it really does live up to our memory reviews. Um, so, yeah, do that thing. And um, we'll see you in a minute when we've watched it. I'm not drunk. Money fences. And we're back. Did you go off and watch Die Hard? Are you a Die Hard fan of Spectrum Days? We certainly are, and we certainly did. Good old Disney Plus, not sponsored by Disney Plus, but would like to be. <laughs> there was a lot of snow in this film. Some of it went up. Oh, it's houses. definitely a Christmas movie, isn't it? I mean, it's so merry. It's so merry. It's one you could sit down with and watch with the kids Christmas morning, Christmas afternoon, yep. Christmas evening, Christmas Eve, any day. I might even put this on Christmas Day when my parents are here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a Christmas setting. No wonder people discuss and argue about this, if it's a Christmas yeah. movie or just a Christmas setting. It's a Christmas. It's literally got a Christmas song in it. True. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. It's like that, but with a tune. Yeah. 
Merry Christmas, everyone. Philip's been playing Edward Scissorhands whilst watching uh, Ed, Edward Scissor Edward um, Edward Sherry Hands whilst <laughs> Edward Sherry Hands whilst watching the film, which means he's had two bottles of sherry sellotape to his to his hands. <laughs> now so all he can I do is drink a machine gun. Ho ho ho! <laughs> <laughs> what are your favourite one-liners? <laughs> well, that one particularly is very funny. <laughs> I quite like that. Uh, so our, our, oh, our um, loads. yeah, our, our fantastic way of um, noting down is that we have got like a chat open and we're just whilst watching the film, <laughs> chatting with each other, pointing things out. And it's funny the first how thing we... I noticed, the first thing I noticed when you start it on Disney Plus, you get in the corner, it gives you a sort of warning about what it may contain. Yeah. And it says contains tobacco depictions it's like that's the worst thing in this film it's the yeah. tobacco depiction yeah yeah him jumping off a roof with a um with a fire hose wrapped around his waist <laughs> yeah. landing and smearing blood from his cut feet all over the glass before shooting through it that's not worse <laughs> than the tobacco. What is it? Tobacco oh, use. Don't smoke, kids. <laughs> well, <laughs> you do. <laughs> you do say that, but if I shared this chat, everyone would see that you and me both pointed out. Oh, smoking! Like yeah, the first it's, thing we noticed. Yeah, it is the it's first thing we noticed. With John McLean, um, the Bruce Willis character, he arrives in LA from New York on a plane, and. Um, He's smoking whilst he's the waiting for his luggage. The moment he gets or, off the plane. Yeah, yeah he's, the moment he gets off the plane, first thing like, he does. Both of, both of us message each other, <laughs> smoking! And for the rest of the film, he smokes the yeah, entire that, rest of the film. That is so strange because now smoking is so strange. i got to say, I did see, see a lady smoking in the street the other day. I was thinking, oh, that's strange. You ju- yeah, you notice it now. Yeah. That's the yeah, funny was, thing. You was in the old days. notice it. No. Well, did it. People used to smoke in the office I worked in. Oh, um, but, but before we see him smoke, of course, now, uh, it's, it's interesting watching a movie like this. When I'm watching it like this and thinking that I'm going to have discussion about it, maybe I'm paying more attention or at the yeah. same time, if I did see this when I was 16 or whenever it was, I just didn't pay so much attention. But now, of course, we knew that at some stage in the film he would lose or take off his shoes and he would cut his feet, right? So now yeah. when he's on the plane and the, and he and he's nervous about being on the plane and the guy says to him, oh, you know, the best technique is yeah. to uh, scrunch your toes up into a fist uh, so, yeah, and take, take your shoes off and, and feel <laughs> yeah. it on the carpet. You think, ah, wait a minute, they're planting something which will yeah. have, a, have a, some sort of importance later. There's uh, a lot of callbacks in this. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because the whole theme of him being a cowboy as well, the yippee ki yay, and then yeah. at the very last scene, the way he's take the pistol to his back and he draws it as if it's like a gun, a gun slinger, right? Gun sl- yeah, 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 so, yeah. So he's and he blows, whew, he blows yeah. across his pistol where he shot. So he's Literally like a two cowboy. bullets left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's brilliant. <laughs> and all, the and watch. All, you pointed out the watch, the, didn't you? Yeah, the watch. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, you're right. The you're right. Reference. Yeah, yeah, because there's loads really, of them. Yeah, really sleazy bloke um, uh, has gifted uh, McLean's wife 
a Rolex. And he's like, and when they arrive, when McLean r- arrives at the party and he's like saying, yeah, we bought, she deserved it. Don't, aren't, are you embarrassed? It's a Rolex. I bought you a Rolex. And it's like, and at the very end of the film, the last hands, the, the leader of the uh, terror, well, not terrorists, the thieves, um, has, has grabbed hold of her as he's falling off the building. And it's like, there's a secondary thing. Oh, he's going to pull her off as well. And you just see the watch and he's like, Oh yes, the Rolex. <laughs> so then Mac- the McLean, just like John McLean, just like let, let's get, gets rid of the Rolex and he goes. And also Al as well. The story, the little story with Al. Yeah. About, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, why is he not, you know, a street cop anymore? And I was, I made a mistake. I accidentally killed a shot and kid. And then yeah. at the end, the extra terrorists arrives and, and Al's there, draws his gun for the first yeah. time in 15 years or whatever it is. Yeah. And yeah. takes care of the last hostage. So I, I do <laughs> love those things. I do try and pay attention a bit more to those sort of things um, in books and things as well. And I, I, oh, the concept is just, you know, you're, you're laying all these little, little traps or not. No, I don't know if they're called traps, but you're laying these little things, which will then have an effect later on in the story. Yeah. Um, I wonder how many, there's so many films I've probably watched and I've just never picked up on those sort of things. <laughs> but today, today I was paying a bit more attention. Um, well, they're good, they're good plot good. devices to make plot the audience devices, feel smart. Yeah. You know, yeah. they're, they're, they're oh, 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 it, just, it was just there to make me feel smart. Well, oh, it does. It makes, you, it, makes you, it makes the audience go, oh, yes, they said that. Oh, yes, they referenced that. Oh, yeah, yeah oh, I remember yeah. now. You know, it was it, good. It, it keeps you involved because, as we pointed out at the beginning of this, it is a much longer film than Robocop. Robocop. Probably 40 minutes longer, 45 <laughs> minutes longer. Which yeah. is quite a lot. Yeah. I, you know, all those kind of like when people get pissed off about stuff nowadays, they make a uh, online um, petition. Mm. Well, if someone could just make an online petition to make all films less than two hours, less it would be <laughs> it would be good. I, I'd be I there gotta with say, you. Yeah. I gotta say, I mean, Robocop, we both said we sort of sat through it, didn't get distracted. This no. one, I sort of did get a little bit yeah. distracted. Yeah, it could have been edited down. Yeah, I don't know why, though, because it's all good. It's all good quality stuff that's happening. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Good little conversations, good bits of action. Um, I did receive a message from someone I had to deal with, and it was a bit like, oh, you know, I got a little bit distracted. Yeah. But in Robocop, we didn't get distracted at all. It's an no, interesting not once. In- I didn't look at my phone. I remember saying neither of us looked at our phones. We didn't yeah. pause and go off or, you know. Yeah, it just moved on at such a pace. Well, so yeah. this was slow, but there was so much going on. But, like, for example, like, why did the limo driver not just sort of escape? Was there no well, way to get shut out all the shutters. They Long. shut all the shutters, yeah. didn't they? Because that was part of the part of the process. Was and I mean that's that's another one of the callbacks, isn't it? That that that, it, that, that Gruber was saying, oh eventually the FBI will turn up and the first mm. thing they're gonna do is turn all the power off, which they needed them to do. Mm. And they did. And that's yeah. also one of those tropes of 80s films where you've got the police turn up and then the chief of police turns up, and, all and then idiots. some, then some detectives or something turn up, and then the FBI turn up, and they keep doing this. No, we're in control. We're in control. Well, it happens in so many films, doesn't it? It's almost a joke. Uh, and one thing I thought was interesting was um, it, it drew my, it got my attention that like the equipment that the FBI had was kind of like you could see how dated it was. 
You know, they just turned up with their black, you know, nowadays they'd all have body armor on like helmets or something. These guys just turned up with some black woolly hats. Yeah. Uh, and, <laughs> and we're like going to try and, uh, you know, and he got a flat, they got like a welding device out to try and open the door or whatever. And they were, they just, yeah. they just seemed like under equipped. And then when the, then those two other FBI agents turned up and one seemed to be like an ex Nam guy. And he was like, Oh yeah. He got, he, he got the sniper Sorry rifle God. out Sorry as well. God. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, Oh, I'll take him out. You know, it's like, what? <laughs> Just doing whatever you want to do. <laughs> I mean, he throws, he, he tries to, McLean tries to sort of let them know he's there, doesn't he? And let the police, he's tried to call the police. He's trying to let everyone know what's going on right, right at the beginning. He sort of yeah. he realizes what's happening, and tries to call the police, and they won't. They don't believe him. So you yeah. got that, which again is sort of used in films, where someone tries to call something in, and they don't believe. You know, get off the line. You're wasting our time. Yeah. And as he he throw, was it? Is I think one of the lines, isn't it? Um, what do you think I'm doing, lady? Ordering pizza? She's going. She goes, this is an emergency line. Get off. <laughs> what do you think I'm doing? <laughs> and then he throws a body. Out, yeah. out of the building and lands on Al Powell's police car. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great way of getting someone's attention. Yeah, Disney, again, still worried about the tobacco depictions. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, you were saying that, because he says, he does say yippee Kaye, and he does yes. say the mud, yippee Kaye muddy funkster. funkster. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and you meant, you said that, you seem to remember that, was, that. Yeah. yeah, that you'd it seen it on the TV. It suddenly occurred then. to me, I thought, oh, yeah, I, I def- very, very definitely, as he was saying that line for the first time, I think he says it twice, or certainly Gruber says it at the end. Yeah, yeah exactly. But that first time he says it, I thought, ah, in my head, I can hear money funsters or monkey funsters. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm now pretty sure our uh, discussion at the beginning has been confirmed that I must have watched this on TV first because that's that's what I can hear when I was watching it now. So I must have recorded it. It probably was on at Christmas. I bet there's someone out there who knows when it was first on British telly. <laughs> I, I'm sure someone's typing away now. I'm sure. We haven't even looked, but I'm sure there'll be a PDF copy of Radio Times. Yeah, uh, of course there is. Of course there is. Of course there is. I, I, was only, I, I was only looking something up for my mum the other day that she'd, she'd remember from 1963. It was a kids' <laughs> telly programme. And their listings are there. And I found what it was. And Yeah, totally. So, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure it does exist. I thought it was funny. Uh, they did actually. He did mention Rambo and Schwarzenegger. Yes, yes. He takes the mix. So they kind of doesn't he in quotes? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if you. That's not exactly breaking the fourth wall, but it was. You know, it sort uh, of is, isn't it? Yeah, it's a kind of like nod. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was interesting. I thought that was. But I think what I was saying at the beginning that it it, it is more of a thriller, which is why I think it is a longer film because if this had been a vehicle for Schwarzenegger Ram, you know the Rambo-y things it wouldn't have been as long I don't know what the, I don't know what I'd call it it's action I don't it's know if I'd call it a thriller yeah. it's an action but well I mean, because the way that it's handled because the baddies aren't it, it, they're duplicitous they're they're, they're um, conning everyone it's mm, it's mm. 
it's not a simple plot. There actually is quite a lot of twists, like we've mentioned about the callbacks and the, and these distant characters, these characters that only come together at the end, mm. the guy waiting in the car, the policeman that he's talking to, um, which you don't normally get in a full-on action film. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if you get like... Um, it's just made me think, really. It's, it's like, are the Guy Ritchie films, like an extreme and then British version of... This sort of, you know, film, it's like Res- Guy Ritchie did a whole, you know, the Brit kind of gangster movies. And right, it was yeah. kind of like, yeah, Reservoir Dogs, I could always think of an influence. But now looking at this, you think, is that, is, uh, yeah, it must have been, must have influenced him some way. Um, I, um, so, yeah, I, yeah, definitely action. Um, so Do I, you know what it reminded me of? What's that? The 1989 Batman 1989 Batman. So the Michael Keaton, the what I consider really? Batman, the proper real Batman. No, no, of, no, 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 no. The proper real Batman is um, Dark Knight. No. Oh, my God. Let's just stop this right now. No. <laughs> never, we'll never speak again. <laughs> Come on. Oh, Michael Keaton's just so... No, it's so kind He's of Batman. like... His oh, best. come on. The 1989 Batman. Yeah, I think you'll find the internet agrees with me here. Oh, come on. Dark Knight. Um, Christian Bale, right? Is We're that his a retro name? channel, mate. Oh, come on. Yeah, that's retro now. No, sorry. You, you, you've, you've gone down the rabbit hole now, man. There's you've like a Batman. A there's retro like a, king. I you, think you there's a Batman. There's a Batman which was released like a year or something ago, which I don't think I've seen. I saw the Joker. But Dark Knight is the best comic and is the best film. No, the nine eight nine Batman. Oh my god, what are we doing? We can't. <laughs> and then Batman Returns. <laughs> They're the best ones. Right, well, that's it. We're going to have to watch the nine eight nine Batman, and you'll eat your words. Oh, that's going to be so. It's just naff, right? It's, it's naff, not, man. It's good. You'll love it. You'll He's got like, a stupid oh, big suit right. on. Michael Keaton is probably just like this, is like weedy we. We he, Michael Keaton's like a, a weedy kind of bloke, right? Yeah, and he like, still fits in that suit. Oh, come on. They used the same cast for Birdman. Did you watch Birdman? Oh, yeah, yeah. They, used, they yeah. used that that same cast to create the suit for that. Is the one they used in Batman in 1989. Yeah, no, I'm not kidding. And he still fitted in it. Talking about weedy blokes, I mean, clearly Bruce Willis is... I mean, he's still strong. He's got a, you can see he's got a strong back. His neck, his neck muscles. Well, I but said he's, he's buffed up for it specifically for the film. Yeah, but he's not an over-exaggerated no. caricature. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Stallone. That's why I say it's style. not the same. That's why I'm saying it's a thriller. That's why I say it's not. It's not the normal eighties but, action. But they film. did get one detail Ooh. right, I think, for like anyone who's a hard man. Most hard men and all hard-working men. His package. Do this at some stage, I believe. <laughs> Did you not notice this small detail? His package? No, no, no. The way he wears his watch. Whoa. So do you see do you see that he wears what? his watch turn in? Now normally if you work like a hard job, people do that, like so that you don't break your watch when you're doing something, right? I don't know if you're out working on a, on site or something. So he's got his watch turned in. So he's got the strap on the outside. That you is haven't an in- worked a day in your life. That what is an are indi- you talking that, about? That's the indication of a hard man. 
You see a man who's got you see a man who's got his watch turned in like that. You don't mess with him. It just doesn't fit. It's slipped round. He's running around. No, the whole film is like it. The whole film is like it. That is detailed. Detailed to the costume. That is detailed to the character. (laughs) But he's got the watch twisted round in a hard man style. Please let us know if you wear your watch like that, or if you agree with me. what they didn't get right, though, is the fight scenes, really. I mean, there's a oh. moment when one of the guys, he's fighting with McLean upstairs, I think. It's one of the last fist fights he has with one of the tall... I mean, there's numerous long, blonde, long-haired Germans, right? And he's, he's on, like, some, some stairs. And he go, goes for, like, a, like an open-fisted karate chop. <laughs> it's the 80s. Yeah, fight scenes nowadays are so much more sophisticated. Um, so, use so many like real techniques. It's like you don't see anyone like they're not throwing real punches. There was one kind of half-assed attempt at a flying kick or something as well. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like <laughs> kind of like you know nowadays they get the grappling and the striking. Much better. I think fighting in general is sophisticated. It's become much more sophisticated. I guess we see a lot more of it now. Well, it's um, more Jackie Chan esque, hidden monkey well, flying dagger, whatever it is stuff, and it? It, it became yeah, it did 80s, do that for a while. American fist fighting was not advanced as far as fights go. No, yeah, it went that that way for a while, like the Hong Kong, you know, John Woo. Yeah. Everyone's flying around on wires. Yeah. But don't you think nowadays it's gone down a bit more? Maybe just like we're a bit more aware. What with, you know, mixed martial arts, you see a lot more kind of real fighting. And I think you see a lot, I see a lot more real tech. I mean, of course it's all exaggerated, but you do see a lot more kind of real techniques being used. I don't know. I just just thought it was. (laughs) I I certainly say they spend more time choreographing it. Yeah. than they used to. Um, and also, I mean, it's the only criticism. I I felt the film looked good. I didn't think it was going to look as good. But what did stand out was quite a bit of the time when they were fighting, particularly that scene you're talking about, actually, where it ends with him wrapping the chain around his neck and things. Yeah. You could see when it was a stuntman or a stand-in, whatever you want to call it, for the mm. fight scenes, it yeah. did, did, did show up. Yeah, I just thought that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but say, I don't know. Something you just said reminded me that that we saw a touch screen as well. I thought that's quite early. Oh for a yeah, wow. He goes, yeah. he goes into the foyer of the building and he looks up his wife, and that's the first time he finds out. And that's brilliant too. Like it's another callback. Yeah, because he finds out his wife is using, using her maiden, maiden name. name yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, he searches yeah. for her on this touch screen. And it doesn't come up as McLean or whatever, and he has to find her under the under the maiden Genera, name. Genera, Genera. And it's like, oh wow, yeah. a touch screen. That's really cool. And like as they're trying to break into the the, the vaults, they're using this sort of technology or whatever. But then later, the, the police, when they when they speak to Hans over the radio, they want to record what he's saying. And and you see just in the corner of the of the of the camera, they, they've got this huge tape. They got this huge, huge tapes reel to reel to record. It's like what? They got a touch screen there. They've got this technology, and then they haven't even got like a small cassette. He's got this huge tape to tape reel. I might even be. I might. I might even have been deliberate 
to sort of point out that the bad guys were more advanced than the police because they did also yeah. sort of make that point again, didn't they? Because McLean tries to warn them when they bring yeah. Tank in to sort of penetrate the front door. Who were they? They is they use um, well some quite sophisticated uh, weaponry to, yeah. to blow it up. Yeah, well, when they go <laughs> get the car, go and get the car. Oh, wow, it's going to be something awesome. They've got like <laughs> this <laughs> armoured vehicle that the police have somehow got hold of, right? And then the, <laughs> yeah. and the, and the, and the, the bad guys <laughs> shoot two mi- missiles at it. Um, I guess, was that impressive at the time, that armoured vehicle? I don't know. I um, say, that's what I wonder about, that, that real-to-real yeah, thing. I mean, good point. You, there's, no one would carry that around in a vehicle. No. <laughs> There is no need for that. We're talking 1988. They had perfectly good tape players, normal-sized <laughs> tape true. players that would record stuff. They did not need a reel-to-reel. I don't know why they had that. No idea. No idea. Very see, And there was a, you know, I don't think they would do it now. Maybe it would be seen as sexism, I suppose. Um Although it just shows his character, right? But he runs through one of the stairwells or something, or he's down in the basement or something, and there's like a, a page three kind of a topless model calendar or something, and no, he runs past, past he goes, he yeah. goes hi, gr- gals, girls, or whatever, and, and yeah. like, tap as he runs past. <laughs> yeah. But apart from that, I mean, the rest is it's a little bit like what we said in Robocop too. I mean, his wife is, there's no kind of over-sexualized, I don't think, I hope, I hope I'm... You know, there's it's based. There's no kind. I mean, there's a love story in that he loves her and hmm. and they're having a problem with their kind of marriage. But there's no. Hmm. Um, um, she's smart. She's a smart, strong. Yeah, she's she's woman the boss and, and yeah. plays her part in the film. She's not the helpless princess yeah. that Mario has to rescue in the games or something. Yeah, she she does Correct. play her part. Yeah, yeah, and he, when he's talking to Al, saying, "Well, if I don't make it out of here, just tell her that I'm sorry, right? That he should mm. have supported her. He should have supported her more. He told her hundreds, thousands of times that he loved her, but he'd never said sorry. And, and it was good when he goes, uh, she goes, when the bloke, one of the terror, well, sorry, one of the thieves, because they're not terrorists, one of the, one of the bad guys." the brother comes down and smashes some stuff up with his rifle because he's frustrated <laughs> that he's not allowed to like kill McLean, like stay up there to try and kill John. Right. And she yeah. goes, Oh, brilliant. He's still alive. Only John can make someone, you know, wind someone up. Drive, some, drive someone that mad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what I, like, that's what being married, like, right. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> Each yeah. other. That much. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's. I yeah, I love that bit. It was a bit I knew was coming. There were several bits that I was like, ah, oh, this, you know, that funny line's coming or this bit's coming. And, and <laughs> yeah, that was definitely one of them. And and it really sets it up that he is annoying. <laughs> and again, it's another callback to them and their relationship. And because I mean, it, it was all wonderful, wasn't it? When he turns up at the beginning, yeah, and it's all well, you know, the embrace and and all that. But within oh, it's what, not wonderful. 30, 30, she's super. She's super cold shoulder. She's cold yeah, shoulder. Thirty with seconds him. of them talking. They're they're having an argument. No, because she kind of is a little bit like. Well, those other guys are in the room with them, so it's a bit awkward. And then she says, "Oh, I miss you." Yeah. And then there's that typical thing as a man or anyone, right? The typical moment in your life when you're meant to just shut up and remember you what your own, <laughs> remember what your overall objective is. Because his overall objective really is to get back with his wife. So yeah. she says, I missed you. And instead of saying, 
Oh, I missed you too. I, I love you very darling. much. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. No, no. He has to go and say, well, you didn't take long to change your name, did you? Oh, yeah. no. You, you could have dealt with that later. <laughs> but again, that, that it's, it's all plot. It's all set to... Because at the end, they obviously do get together again. Well, yeah. no, because... And then, yeah, you're right. It's another plot device. Because then right at the end, um, who asks? Who says her name? Oh, oh he didn't, he didn't introduce her to al at the end yeah that's right yeah and she goes uh, yeah and then she uses his surname his surname uh, yeah yeah which of course if you made that film no she probably wouldn't do uh well my wife no, didn't take my surname that's what, oh, exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> mine's got mine's got no intention of taking mine every time we've moved houses and moved country yeah <laughs> <laughs> Just waiting for my chance <laughs> to save a whole building. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you buy enough C4, you can blow anything up. There. <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, I, it's, a, it's a really good film. I really enjoyed it. I mean, I know you were saying that it's perhaps a bit too long, but that's because our bladders aren't 18-year-old bladders <laughs> anymore and things well, like that. And, uh, you know, we get easily distracted, as you say. But uh, it... It's a well, really good film. It did hold. It did hold my attention. Yes, I got distracted, but it it is a really good film. I there's nothing. I, I can't sort of fault it. There's nothing. Nothing wrong with it. There's nothing where I come out and think, oh, that was. Oh, why did they do that? Or why why did they do this plot thing? Or why did they? Yeah, you know, there's no, no. There's nothing to I, sort of detract from it that you could particularly have an argument about. You know, it's just it's just a good fun, no, well made. No. I, I think if we were distracted, that was our own fault and is to do with us being familiar with it and yeah. living in 2023 where we get distracted all the time. Um, yeah. But if that had been the first time I'd seen it, I mean, you would have been like, oh, what's going to happen? And, yeah. you know, I mean, so, uh, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. It was good. It's good. That's a, yeah. that's a thumbs up, the thumbs, two thumbs up from me. Double thumbs up. Well, yeah. I, I Double thumbs up. I'd have said at least ooh, eleven out of ten. Yeah, yeah. I think good. it definitely. I think it definitely deserves that. Yeah, good. And it's a we Christmas watch... film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> we should watch a film I hate next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's two for two, folks. One well, I can't finish. So... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like the games. <laughs> oh, I couldn't get off the first level. <laughs> couldn't work out the keys. Yeah, couldn't work out how to play it. Um, <laughs> I am getting, we're getting to that next stage in life where it'll be, I can't work out how to play it. You know, like, how do I connect the TV to this device and this oh, this streaming service, oh, etc.? My dad's just moved house and uh -oh. he, he can't even find the antenna. He has to watch the TV, you know, connected through the internet. And it's kind of like, oh, how do you connect the TV up? It's, it's only Wi-Fi. I don't know. Well, wow, that's pretty pretty good. They managed to get the Wi-Fi sorted out straight away. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, yeah. That can sometimes take weeks when you move out. Yeah. Well, anyway, well, so I think that was it. It's double thumbs up from me. 11 out of 10 for you. Yeah. Um, and I it, think that just Christmas leaves film. us... Yeah, that just leaves us to say, you know, um, Merry Christmas, um, everyone. Enjoy. We hope you're having a great time. Enjoy. Yeah. If you do and, go to a uh, Christmas party, beware Germans. <laughs> if they've got guns. I mean, not Germans in general, but <laughs> Germans guns. with guns. <laughs>
coming yeah. into the building, wanting to steal your bearer bonds. Why did they the speak safe? French for a bit as well? At a couple of moments, they spoke French. Well, I did say to you in our first half of the excellent memory, memory, view podcast <laughs> that they're few, they're different nationalities. They were they're all sort of they're a mixture, aren't they're they? Most, they were mostly German. And, and who do you recognise the actor who was the acting as like the security guard downstairs? He does look familiar, doesn't he? But there's he quite like a few people. He looks like a wrestler. That look familiar. He might the, be um, a wrestler. Al, Al's. He's played that same character in other films. I am sure he has been a policeman <laughs> in other films, that guy. I bet if someone can put it in the comments and let us know, I'm sure he's been that exact same policeman <laughs> in other films, not just other diehard films. i got a feeling he does come back in one of the other films. Really? I'm going to have to watch yeah. the others now. I might got watch those to. other the two new ones. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. I'm risking What are we going to do next? Have a break. Is it New Year? <laughs> yeah, have a break. I can enjoy Christmas. I don't know what I'm going to do next. I don't know what well, I did yesterday. Are, how can I, if I can't remember what I did yesterday, how can I know what I'm going to do tomorrow? <laughs> well, we're all drunk. It's Christmas Day. Yeah. <laughs> I suspect we've got to go off now and watch the Queen. A king, sorry. Uh-oh, yes. the Queen's dead. Long live the King. Uh, so, yeah, we've got to go and do that and unwrap some more presents. Or wrap some presents if it's a bit last minute and uh, that's what we're doing. Hey, I hope you enjoyed listening to us prattle on about Die Hard. Uh, did you go and watch it again? Or have you never watched it? Or have you watched it a lot? Do you watch it every year? Is it your Christmas routine to watch Die Hard before you do whatever else else is you do Christmas Day. Argue over playing Monopoly, probably. Please do let (laughs) us know in the comments. Thank you for subscribing and enjoying listening to us this year. It's been a good year for us. We've enjoyed doing it. We hopefully see you in the new one. I can't believe it's going to be 2024. That means, if we look at things from 1984, that will have been a long time. (laughs) (laughs) According to my excellent math. (laughs) There we are, folks. Uh, We'll see you all soon. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Oh, ho, ho.